Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 15 in the NFL, going game by game here. Try to see how, you know, a bunch, bunch of interesting performances this week. And I know, Jeff, you're in a good mood right now. We've talked about our league forever. And it's a two-week playoff. You got yourself a pretty good lead after week one. That first championship might be there for you. I don't know if you can hear the smile on my face, but I'm one <laughs> week away. I don't even know how I could screw this one up. So for my finally well-worth title. And if you, if it doesn't happen, it's going to be even worse of a loss than you've ever had. <laughs> you probably will never hear from me again. It's just – it'll be terrible. Yeah, I, right? I mean, you, yeah. It's just – there's no good that can come from that. <laughs> so, but uh, we'll see how that goes next week. But it was a, a good performance in week one. I mean, you have Lamar Jackson. Of course, it's going to be good. Yeah, it, it started off great and it did end a little rough. Uh, Delvin Cook re injuring that shoulder, finding out if he is going to play next week. But um, you know what? You can't have all the wins. Right. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, I think your team's good enough to do it. But. You know, we'll see. All right, here we go. Let's go game by game. Let's start off Patriots Bengals. I was actually at that game, so this one, this is one week I don't have. I didn't watch as much as I normally do. I'll say that. So I'm going to be going a little more box scores this week because actually at that being at a game, you realize, oh crap, I miss a lot of um, the other games. Can't really see what's going on. So I went to the fun Patriots Bengals game in Cincinnati where it was 75% Patriots fans. So that was that was fun and um. Let's say Patriots side of things. Tom Brady throw two two touchdowns, but man, the guy doesn't look very good right now. Only 128 yards. So I was gonna say this is the one game I did not watch. I did while I was playing their defense, so I just saw that they dominated the game. And I, you know, it's Bengals. I mean, you know, what do you expect? So they they dominated. Brady is not going to have to do anything (laughs) in this game. They dominated at the end only because they were. It was close first half. I mean, Joe Mixon was running all over these guys. He has been looking great lately. He I mean, really has. You know, at first you're kind of worried on a team this bad, you know, is Mixon going to be completely lost for the season? But another great performance. I mean, 25 carries, 136 yards. He has put together a string of really solid games. I'm very excited to see what he can do next year with a, you know, heaven. <laughs> you have to believe that they're going to be better in some way. <laughs> they, they should be. And probably with a new quarterback. So. They should be probably in pretty good shape. Mixon, I mean, Mixon is just good. He's really good. He's finally coming through and showing through a little bit. Nothing else really here in this game. I mean, Cincinnati didn't do anything. The receivers couldn't do anything. Boyd was covered by Gilmore all day. He couldn't. He can't do anything with that. So just you're not using a lot of these players right now. Other than Mixon, you're not using a lot of Patriots. Edelman got shut down. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, who's questionable? You you wondered, and that's true because they could have used his help in the first half, like you said. It wasn't a blowout right from the get-go. Um, it was interesting to you know see, once again, not a whole lot of offense to go around, but Nikhil Harry, they did try to get him more involved, which is very interesting to see, I thought. I mean, they even handed it off to him twice. So um, it, it's kind of interesting watching the Patriots go into the postseason because you can almost feel like it's a chess board where they're kind of moving pieces around, getting things ready. Um, that's what I, this game for the, the replays that I watched uh, felt like. Yeah. It, um, 
yeah, they didn't need to do anything. So, you know, what 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 were they going to do? I mean, I, I would say one thing I did notice, like, they only ended up being three catches for James White. But based on the way Brady's throwing and just checking down all the time, it feels like White, that, like, I feel like that's going to be the worst of his games there. And he got himself a touchdown. It's almost like, man, you could use him right now. Brady can't throw the ball downfield. It's going to be check down, check down. So, all right, next game. How about the Lions getting another loss? Get themselves closer to the probably number two pick, hopefully. Another NFL jewel. Here we go. 38-17 bucks in this one. And Jameis, man, 458 yards, four touchdowns. He threw a pick. Couldn't go without throwing a pick. But the guy, could, he's just tossing the ball around like crazy. And this is without Mike Evans. Chris Godwin went down with an injury, but not before he had five for 121. But Brashard Perriman, five for 113 and three touchdowns. I mean, finally, this guy showed up after how many seasons? What, fourth year maybe? Yeah, I mean, people are writing him off as a bust, including me. I mean, he's never really shown anything. Injury, obviously, played a huge part in that. But he was drafted by the Ravens, yeah, I don't know. What did you say, four years ago, something like that? Yeah, I believe in the first round. Yeah, uh, he was supposed to be. Yeah, he was supposed to be good. So it's nice to see kind of a redemption story. And even more so, I I don't know what's going to happen with Godwin, but it doesn't sound too positive. And obviously, uh, you know, you're not going to have Evans back. So Brashard Perriman could be the number one wide receiver going into uh, week 16. That is a huge waiver pickup. That is a, I mean, well, they're going against Houston as well. So that's a great matchup for him. I can't imagine Winston not throwing a lot once again. He's always up and down. But you have to believe that Perriman is one heck of a pickup this late in the season. Yeah, he has to be has to be my number one wide receiver pickup this week. You go pick him up and you put him in your lineup. I, I feel confident in this, actually. And I do, too. Know, the last two weeks before this, even last week he was 3 for 70, a touchdown. And the week before, even with Evans and Godwin, he was 5 for 87. So this has been coming along. You know, he's he's just getting into it a little finally. You know, she has to play, not hurt all year. Maybe this finally showing his potential. So, yeah, go pick him up and play him. Then – Say oh, the running game for Tampa, nothing there. Lions, I mean, you don't even need to talk about anything with the Lions. I mean, Wes Hills randomly gets two touchdowns. Never heard of the guy until this week. And Danny Amendola, eight for one hundred two. Galladay only three for forty four. This team, this team is not trying to win. And no, they're just it's it's yeah, it's really bad right now. I do have to bring up this. I heard <laughs> that Carryon Johnson actually yeah. had a chance to play. I don't, it makes no sense to me. What do you make of that? If someone is hurting, say Delvin Cook went down in their league and they're like, okay, they're, you know, more than likely you would be able to get a a backup, right? If Madison's not there, uh, maybe you can get Boone. But if someone is really hurting, is Carrion, is even on your radar? Like, do you actually think he is going to play? It's possible as much as I don't, I think it's a terrible move for the Lions. Yeah, I think it's. God awful. But I mean, this would only make sense in Detroit. That's what I'm saying. Knowing the Lions, I feel like this is likely. And it's is it this? It could be just like a Matt Patricia last ditch effort, trying to save his job, trying to make the team look good, kind of thing. Even though I don't think he's going to get fired after this, I just man, I hope he doesn't play. Just yeah, I don't. I don't understand the reason why. First of all, I you know I don't want Detroit to win personally because no, I want to have a better pick. Uh, but okay, so say this: it's such a bizarre thing, a bizarre player to have to kind of think about, especially going into one of the final weeks of of the playoffs. 
if you had him, say, and if you actually had a choice between him and say you didn't have a lot of money, say you're not going to get Perriman, um, would you rather start him knowing that he is going to get touches if he plays or would you rather go with, say, a mid-tier wide receiver? Um, I'm trying to think of someone that would make sense, but I mean – where where would you like obviously if you had to like but no one is going to have to at this point like no one's going to have like one running back left over and they have to start another one so in a flex position do you does this make sense in any way i mean it makes sense i guess i just i don't know on the road at denver i just don't feel any good about it but i mean yeah if your options are limited and he's playing he's still he's a good player i guess you'd throw him in there i don't like it though there's nothing about this Lions team I like. No, I can't. I, I mean, I get you can do it though. I I hope there's a better option, but there really might not be right now. So yeah, maybe you go play him. All right. But uh, next up, Chicago in Green Bay. Uh, once again, Chicago. <laughs> you know, being Chicago, Green Bay gets the win. Uh, I I don't know what to say about you know Trubisky is so up and down, but um. You know, once again, uh, the shining kind of the silver lining for Chicago has got to be their two wide receivers. You're talking Robinson, who has been solid all year. And then Anthony Miller really has come on lately. We've been talking about him and uh, he gets the touchdown. So his numbers look a little bit better than Robinson. But both. I mean, Robinson seven for 125. Anthony Miller nine for 118 and a touchdown. Um, I mean, I, I, what do you say about him? Anthony Miller, obviously, is another one. I, I'm trying to think what percentage he's at, but he's going to be another one on, on people's radar. Yeah, I, he's another pickup. He's going to probably be right there after Perriman for me. He's owned in, what, 24.9% of leagues right now. And, I've, I mean, Anthony Miller, he looked talented last year, but he had the injury at the beginning of the year. And I wonder just how long that lingered. Because all of a sudden, it's like a, a switch flipped in, like, week 11 there. And he became a reliable, good player, starting to live up to some potential. Yeah, I'd, I'd play Anthony Miller. I, again, he's—I think he's going to continue to play. If you need a—if you need an option for next week, if you just lost Chris Godwin and he's not going to play next week, yeah, go get Anthony Miller too. If you can't get Perriman, Perriman would still be my number one option, but Anthony Miller is probably my number two option right now. Because in Chicago, they only scored 13 points, but they still had to throw the ball 53 times. So they're just going to, you know, <laughs> know. they're going to do something. They can't run the ball in Montgomery. So then, yeah, Green Bay side of things, it's, you know, it's a typical story of the year. Rodgers doesn't really do a lot, didn't have to do a lot. and But Devontae Adams gets seven for 103 and touchdown, and Aaron Jones runs two of them in despite only 13 for 51. So just kind of how Green Bay's doing things this year. They're winning games. They don't, they don't have to put up these – the numbers they used to, but Aaron Jones, two touchdowns. It's a good, it's still a good thing there. I know. I, I never thought that if you would tell me that Aaron Rodgers, his normal game was, you know, a little over 200 yards and one touchdown. I would never say that they would be anywhere close to 11 and three right now. No, and that's just, it's, it's, it's a different way of playing this year in green Bay. So how about next up Houston beats Tennessee 24, 21, and Deshaun Watson, two touchdowns, two picks, 243 throwing. Hyde had a solid game, 104 yards and a touchdown. He's, he's been solid most part of this year. You know, it's not always wonderful, not always great, but this is one of his better ones. Probably it might be his, I think, second best game on the year. But next week at Tampa is probably a good matchup for, for Carlos Hyde, I would say. I mean, maybe, maybe not. If, 
They might just get in a shootout with Tampa. And it'll be all throwing the ball. That could be good for DeAndre Hopkins. Another six for one nineteen. Well, I was gonna say it should be it should be a boost to they'll be scoring. Hopkins and Fuller. Yeah, there'll be scoring to be had. We'll see how it all plays out. But I mean yeah. nothing nothing crazy in this one. Titans, Tannehill, another solid two seventy nine, two touchdowns. He continues to just be, you know, very solid player. Another very good fantasy day, let's say. Twenty eight point two in standard. That's yeah, he was. I mean, once again, he was great. You got, you got one on you're the not, ground too. Not, I was gonna say, now he's gonna rush one in, but he's great. And I am. I mean, the really the one that everyone is wondering about is AJ Brown. I mean, where is the ceiling for this guy now that Tannehill is, you know, under center? He is looking dominant right now. And yeah, I mean, we love the the young guy coming out, and we were talking about, you know, where does he fall? He's been shooting up ranks lately. But after this many good performances in a row, I mean, where does he? he I mean, he's a must where start. does he factor in next week? He's a must start right now. It feels like I, mean, I maybe not can't say must start because it's hard to say who's on your team. But with the way things are going, I mean, I don't know how you how you keep this guy on your bench right now. The way that way, way they're playing, and you got New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans. You never know what kind of game that's going to be. I mean, look at they let you know San Francisco do last week. You just never know. But then. I mean, today they're not letting the Colts do anything. So, which New Orleans team's going to show up? You don't know, but AJ Brown, yeah, I put he's he's going to be a top twenty guy again for me. Probably, maybe inch, close to close to top fifteen. The way this is looking, it's crazy to say. Yeah, he's been wonderful three out of the last four games. Uh, very exciting. Him and Tannehill are, are looking great together. So, um, definitely a playable guy. So, then up, what we got? Kansas City, Denver, 23-3. Kansas City wins in the snow. So, I mean, it's hard to really take anything away from a snow game. It just, there's not much to go off. Mahomes looked good, 342 touchdowns. Travis Kelsey looked good. 11 catches, 142 yards. Tyreek Hill only had 5 or 67, but two touchdowns. So, the, the players you're using did well. That's pretty much all there is to it there for the Chiefs. Yeah, and Broncos very yeah. little for fantasy, but I, I think they're an interesting team only because I, you know, looking into the future. I mean, it's pretty what you're doing. Sutton still was able to have a relatively decent fantasy game, four catches for 79 yards. But Drew Locke, very difficult to kind of figure yeah. out. Has your tails a, a young guy trying to play in those? Yeah, conditions, not going to judge him off that. But not overly bad. I mean, he did no touchdowns and one interception. But at the same time, uh, you know, I. I, can't, I like what I see from him so far. I think he is going to be an interesting quarterback going into his sophomore year. Then uh, the Giants beat the Dolphins 36-20. to 20, Put up a lot of points there. And Eli, two touchdowns, three picks. But you're not using Eli, so don't worry about it. But Barkley, good game for Saquon. Finally, finally in week 15, lives up to his you know draft stock. And But most likely if you drafted him, you're probably not in the playoffs. So it didn't matter with his 112 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. And then yeah, Sterling Shepard showed up nine for one eleven. You know, Derek, yeah, he looked good. I mean, and Slayton caught another touchdown, so it was yep. a good game. But obviously, they're going against one of the worst teams in the league. And then, so on my Miami side, Fitzpatrick throws two touchdowns, both to Devontae Parker, only four for seventy two, but he gets his two touchdowns. He. Just signed a four-year, $40 million contract. Can you imagine even like 10 weeks ago saying that? 
No, I love it. It always happens in the contract year, doesn't it? I mean, and it's not even like he's been good, but he even he hasn't been uh, dominant by any stretch of the imagination. But hey, you know what? If he's, I guess, I if mean, you're good on this team, you're, you're you're doing well if you're showing anything. And let's be honest, they can't lose any more talent. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have enough to go around. Yeah, it's but it's nice to see from Parker. So it's nice to see something there. And then I was saying the running game, just the Patrick Laird thing, just don't play him. I mean, come on, people. The, there's, I keep hearing it like every week he's a pickup and stuff, and he's just not. He's just not. I I'd rather, I don't know. I'd rather play a lot of other guys. I just, I can't play him. I don't know about you. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Eagles, uh, no. Redskins here. We get all right. Eagles, Redskins. Yep. All right. My my computer is buffering, so I can't even get to the box score because I didn't watch much <laughs> so of this game. We got uh, <laughs> yeah, um. This was in not an interesting one. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it was a good game. It really was. It went down to the uh, pretty much the the final few minutes, and Philadelphia came on top. And actually, they scored a defensive touchdown at the very end. If I if my memory serves me correctly, so it was a very close game. Uh, Philadelphia pulled it out. Carson Wentz looked. Really good doing it. He looks sharp. It is against Washington. You take it with a grain of salt. But Miles Sanders is the big story on that offensive side of the ball. He is starting to come into his own. I know a lot of people in Craig was big on his talent, um, but obviously it took him kind of to work into the lineup. Ever since Howard went down, they're using him a lot. 19 carries for 122 yards rushing and a touchdown. And also... You know, on the other side of the ball, six catches for 50 yards and a touchdown there as well. So Miles Sanders was huge, um, but that'll be interesting to see going forward. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't have him a, a top 20 back at, at the least because it looks like he is taking that role and kind of running with it and being a dual threat guy, which I think is going to be really good for Wentz. Everyone else is kind of the same. I mean, Ertz, five for 61 and a touchdown. That's kind of what you expect. Goddard, five for 55. Um Ward, <laughs> you know, that is an interesting one. Ward Jr., seven for 61 in a touchdown. I played him in my DraftKings lineup. So Did you really? Did. Oh, good for you, man. That's a, that a really good pick, actually. I feel good about that one. So, yeah, so, you know, good game for Wentz, but he should have a good game against this Redskins team. And, I mean, Redskins, I mean, Peterson, 66 yards, touchdown, good there. But it, it, nice to see Terry McLaurin, five catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. But that's about all you got here. Yeah. It was mostly on one, but you know what? I, I'm not going to take anything away from him. And Haskins is starting to look a little bit better, too. It, it means very little in the scheme of you know relevancy. But <laughs> I don't know. That's it, actually a good question. Uh, this upcoming week, how do you feel about, about Washington, about McLaurin? He, <laughs> I, I don't like playing him, to be honest. Like, I probably wouldn't have told you to play him this week uh, because I don't like the situation they're in. How high, low, where are you thinking, McLaurin? I mean, I'd rather play the waiver wire guys over him, honestly. Like Perriman, I'd play over him. He's probably like on he, an Anthony Miller level for me. So he is going against the Giants. Does that change anything? I still, Which he, I just don't he like. He did Haskins. not get to play in Week Four. He was out. So I just don't. I don't like Haskins, even though he's a little better. I don't like it. I, I would play. Yeah, I, I don't like. Trying to think of levels, but Perriman, I'd play over him. He'd probably be on the same. Maybe he'd probably play him over like an Anthony Miller on the waiver wire. Be close. Okay. So. Yep. It's about that level. I just, I don't feel confident in anything with this Redskins team. So Haskins needs to show me more than that before I trust any of, playing any of the guys he's throwing to. 
So about Seattle wins 30-24 over Carolina. Solid game for Russell Wilson, like as expected. Josh Gordon throws a pick and with probably his final NFL game. <laughs> I mean, I, I shouldn't even laugh. I feel really bad. It's just so frustrating to watch. Yeah, it's just, who knows, that guy. Yeah. I know. I feel bad for him. Uh, good game for Chris Carson. 133 yards, two touchdowns. Played really well there. Then Tyler Lockett showed back up with eight for 120 and a touchdown. And Metcalf gets only two catches, but one of them's a touchdown. So, hey, all around pretty solid for the for the skill players there for Seattle that you're relying on. It was overall solid. And then Panthers side of things, McCaffrey just does his thing again. 87 yards on the ground, 88 yards through the air. And he caught he ran in two touchdowns. Just really, yep. really good game for McCaffrey. I, it really has. I feel like it's the same stat line for Carolina every time. McCaffrey kills. DJ Moore is good. And Samuel sometimes catches a touchdown. I, I feel like I could just say that I'm right every week. D, DJ Moore against eight for 113. He's been very solid. He just doesn't catch many touchdowns. So he's been good. And next week now, looks like Will Greer is going to get the start. No more Kyle Allen next week. We'll see how that goes. They might as well. Might as well give Greer a shot. Kyle Allen is yeah. clearly not the answer here. It, it just, he's just – he's not. He's not the answer. So go with somebody else. How about Jacksonville beats Oakland 20-16 to 16 in just a very exciting game, right? Yeah. I do have to say, I, I actually enjoy Minshew being back. I, I do think that he is a very – I think he's a good young quarterback. I want to see him if what he can really do. He, when he got, you know, he gets the start, 200 yards, two TDs, you know, gets 27 yards rushing. He does everything you need in order to win. Um, you know, Oakland, decent team. Um, other than that, though, there wasn't anything too exciting. Uh, Chris Conley is the one that caught two touchdowns. Another one of my DraftKings players. Was it really? <laughs> I know he's one of, uh, you know, he'll probably be a waiver wire. He'll be on that list. I'm not overly confident on him, but where where he's, are you he's down there? Conley? He's he's below those other. He's probably below. Well, he's below Paramount. He's a little below Miller. He's probably below Greg Ward for me, honestly. Okay, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what I, I feel too. I, I, you hear a lot about him. He had a very good game. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say very, but he had a good game. Um, other than that, you know, Fournette, 15 carries for 42 yards. There wasn't a whole lot going. Yep. And the Raiders, good game for Waller. Know, yeah. Waller Williams catches his traditional one touchdown and Josh yeah. Jacobs looked okay coming back. 24 carries, 89 yards. You know, so wasn't anything special. Yep. How about Cardinals beat up on the Browns 38-24? The Browns are just a I was mess. Say, this this one made me laugh very hard. <laughs> I every time they would score, I was just like cackling. Man. And especially it was all Drake. Too, all Kenny Drake. Even more. Oh, my God. Didn't see that coming. It, 137 no. yards, four touchdowns. My God. If Drake was the one that helped you secure the playoff win, <laughs> uh, that is, you know, good for you. Right. Hey, that's <laughs> just uh, just a good, solid game for Drake. And what makes me more curious about this even than today, it's like, what happens next year? Is this Kenyon Drake's backfield next year? Is David Johnson going away? Like, I think that you're a very exciting offense if you draft one more wide receiver. I, yeah. I like where Kyle Murray, how he's developed. Um, you know, he, he's not there yet, but I think he's very. I think he's coming along really well. Yeah. And then if you have a healthy Johnson and a healthy Drake, that's a great tandem running back behind your field. And then you have Kirk, which I you know I like. Um, but other than Kirk, you know, I don't know where that 
that off, you know, that wide receiver and core is going to go, but I'm sure you can find one other guy. So I think Arizona will be interesting next year. Then uh, Cleveland, I mean, it's a mess right now, honestly. With the no one seems to want to be there. Landry didn't do much. Odell eight for sixty six, so he had more catches than normal. But Nick Chubb's really, really good. He is so good. I say yeah. that you know, he and and Kareem Hunt be, continues to be playable, especially PPR wise. They're eight for sixty two, but it's not. Yeah, why is he catching so many balls? That's, uh, it's just, <laughs> that's my question. It's not getting. T- it's not taken away from Nick Chubb though. So no, it's working out. Nick Chubb's just really good player. Even in this dysfunctional offense, it still works out. How about this one? Minnesota beats up on the Chargers 39-10. Wasn't even, wasn't even a matchup there. Cousins throws a touchdown, 207, so not much for him. And Boone gets himself two touchdowns. So remember all along, I've been, we've been just preaching, pick up Madison, pick up Madison, because you never know when Cook's going to get hurt and he gets hurt, and he gets hurt the week that Madison's hurt as well. I know, I know. I I laughed because we kept preaching it, and depending on what happens, you might have to throw all your cash at Boone you, instead. You don't know Madison, a, what his status is going to be for next week yet, or this week. You don't know yet. So what a stroke of just hilariously bad luck, right? <laughs> the thinking was correct. <laughs> you, it's like whoever's in that backfield is going to do well, right? That's pretty yeah. much it. And you know, it sucks for Cook owners. We'll see what happens. I just, I don't know. I can't see them playing. It looks like Minnesota should be in the playoffs here, so. I, I can't see them risking it here. No, I don't. I don't know why you would risk yeah. it either. Then uh, Diggs four for seventy six. Thielen's back with only three for twenty seven though. Um, not really much else there. But it's just gonna wait and see what happens with Madison. What happens with Cook? Who knows? Um, Chargers. I mean, not, not not a great game for them. That's for sure. Rivers Rivers feels like he's it just feels like it's done. Right. Okay. I, I was gonna say the same thing. I was watching him. And he's still putting up yardage, but the way he is throwing into the middle of the field, just I mean, he is just lofting it up there. He was just asking to be picked off, intercepted three times. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it was kind of rough to watch this season. So I'm wondering if he has one more year left in him or if he's going to call it quits. But he, he still spread the ball around pretty decently. Mike Williams finally is starting to look better. Uh, Keenan Allen caught a lot of balls, nine catches for 99 yards, but not a whole lot. I mean, they, they just couldn't get it going. No, no, just not much here. They couldn't get, they can't get anything going on the ground. Melvin Gordon's, uh, holdout was probably one of the worst holdouts in the history of holdouts. <laughs> yeah. That hurt everyone. Yep. So not, not much going on for the Chargers this year. It's a disappointing season. How about Cowboys beating up on the Rams 44 21? I didn't see this coming either. This has got to be, the statement game of the right. week for me. And I, I think this says a whole lot about Dallas because even more so they didn't, I mean, they got back to Elliot, right? They got back to Zeke being the guy. And I loved it too, because obviously the Rams just didn't want to tackle anyone because even when Zeke left Pollard ran all over him, um, but they didn't even have to throw it. I mean, it was crazy. If you had Amari Cooper, you know, I started Gallup, I thought that it was going to be a pretty good game for these guys, I thought. But they didn't have to throw the ball no, at all. they just I didn't mean, need to do it. I mean, look at this. The tight end win catches four. Then Zeke catches three. Everyone else was two or one. Yeah, they just didn't need to do anything. So it's hard. I mean, they just ran all over them. I mean, Zeke with the 117 on 24 carries, two touchdowns. And then it's a blowout. So they use Tony Pollard and he gets 131 off 12 carries. So 
man, it was easy for him. As I say, Tony Pollard again. Pick if you're a Zeke owner, you better you, you should have had Tony Pollard already. Just in case you go to week 17. If you don't go to week 17, it doesn't matter anymore. But yeah, it doesn't matter. But he uh, he's he could fill in just as well. So, but Rams side there. I mean, this is just a disappointing season overall for them. And Gurley only 11 carries for 20 yards, but ran one in and he caught one. So, yep, garbage time too, which is. I'm sure that really angered some people and, <laughs> and yeah. hoping that uh, he wasn't going to score against you. It's um, I don't know what happened to this Rams team, but no. And look, I mean, look, they'll probably end above 500, but that's not what you're yep. expecting out of them. And I do have to say the only bright spot Cooper cup did catch a touchdown, but you know, whatever. Yep. Uh, Higby looking good. Solid. I mean, once again, he- it'll be um, kind of interesting to see what happens when, um, they kind of get full strength at the tight end situation, but I can't imagine Higby going away. 12 receptions for 111 yards. It's been, what, three weeks in a three row weeks. that he's been yep. very, very solid. If you need a tight end, play him next week. I would yeah. – don't hesitate. He's top 10 guy right now. Easy, if not top five, the way it's going. How about Falcons beat the 49ers 29-22? They score two touchdowns in the last two seconds of the game, basically. <laughs> Unreal. So – and Matt Ryan throws for two. One of them there was to Julio or, you know, at the very end. But Julio, 13 for 134 and two touchdowns. Finally, we got ourselves a big Julio game. I think we were just recently talking about how he's done nothing this year. And there he goes. That's what he can do. 13 for 134, two touchdowns. Huge game for him. And it's his first game in double digits in standard scoring since week eight. Well, I mean, we always uh, – it was more last year um, – uh, I shouldn't even say last year because last year was the the exact opposite. But we always joke about how he will get a ton of yards, but he will not catch touchdowns. And it's hard to believe that a guy of this caliber, especially against San Fran, you think this would be the game that they don't. But he hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. So weeks one through three, he started off hot and we thought, oh, okay, this is going to be, you know, the the second half of 2018. And then, man, he just went cold again. But re-emerging um obviously it's not like you're ever taking him out of the lineup anyway <laughs> so you didn't have to worry about it but I'm, I'm hoping that uh he continues or he finishes strong next week against jacksonville and then if you do play into week 17 uh at tampa bay should be a good one then how about the 49ers side here they didn't have to do they didn't do a lot there they thought they, they should have got the win and they just <laughs> I was gonna say, they up. thought they had they, they should have won this thing and just i don't know they let the Falcons go down the field and score on them at the end. Just didn't see that coming from them. Uh, Mostert gets uh, 14 carries, 54 yards, gets himself a touchdown. So if you did use him, you know, it was solid enough. It wasn't, wasn't you know, a huge game, but he didn't didn't kill you. But the receivers did. Emmanuel Sanders, if you went and played him after his big week last week, two catches for nine yards. It's like he had all those bad games, blows up last week, and then he's right back to it, two for nine. And – Debo only one for twenty nine, but George Kittle looks great. But that's it. Yeah. It's just Kittle. Kittle I mean, got everything. Fine, yeah. Finally, he had a big game too. One hundred thirty four yards. I mean, really big game. If, if you're in PPR too, thirteen receptions. I mean, oh my gosh. But it, looking at the box score, especially. I mean, my God, could the wide receivers be any worse? Like the passing game. I mean, they were just letting him check down to Kittle pretty much. No one else had over twenty nine yards, and that was you know twenty nine to eleven to single digits. So. It was pretty ugly throwing the ball uh, 
with San Fran. How about the Sunday night game? Buffalo wins 17 to 10. The Bills are 10 and 4. They're going to the playoffs. Um, didn't see that one coming at all. But hey, they're okay. Good so team. yeah, I yeah, I have to eat my words on that one. I especially in preseason, I thought that Buffalo was not going to be a playoff team at all. No, they, and they have proved me wrong every step of the way. So you know, hats off to them. Josh Allen only threw for 139 yards, threw one touchdown, but he ran one in. So he made it a decent fantasy day. Not great, but decent. Is, is running always helps him out a little bit. Singletary, 21 carries, 87 yards. Solid game. You know, not overly impressive. And John Brown, 7 for 99. Typical, that's pretty decent John Brown game. Yeah, nothing nothing crazy here. They just get a they get a win. But in a 17-10, you're not really getting much out of it either way. Uh, Duck Hodges threw four picks. Man. Can't believe the Steelers are on the verge of possibly can still be a playoff team. With I know with it is, it's just not much. They I don't know. They have nothing going on. No running game. Blowing. It's, you know, it's just third string quarterback. Yeah. I mean, kind of their first string running back was out. Pretty much, it felt like the entire season. You don't have Juju anymore. How in the world are you doing this? I mean, I I know their defense is good, but I mean they almost. I mean, really, I mean they're only a touchdown away. Yep, could have knocked off Buffalo, and then they would have been what nine and five. Yeah, they're, they're, they still have a shot, good shot at the playoffs. So we'll see what happens there. So. I guess the other, other game is the one that's actually still going on. It's Saints-Colts, 34-7 right now with only like three minutes left. So Saints just looking really good today. And Drew Brees, four touchdown passes, which follows up his huge game last week. All of a sudden, Drew Brees has just been a fantasy monster here and looking great. And it's, I mean, Michael Thomas is – I think Michael Thomas is going to set the all-time receptions record this year. He's on pace to do that. He has 12 for 128 and a touchdown again. Just just ridiculous. And then Alvin Kamara, though, 14 carries, 66 yards, five catches, 23. And it's still just not there, is it? No, unfortunately, it's not. I, mean, I don't expect it to change at all. They're, they're winning without overusing Kamara, so maybe they're waiting for the playoffs, but... It's good to see him in double digits as far as carries, keeping that up. But I would really love to see and this game once again. They didn't need to. I mean, they were they they were blowing Indianapolis out from, you know, pretty much from the second quarter on. So, but I would love to see Kamara catch more. More receptions would be wonderful. I, I always think that uh, New Orleans, especially when they're playing a closer game, always looks a lot better when they're doing those dump off passes to him. So. I think if it's closer, he'll get a lot more, but it's not someone that you could really count on this year. Um, He's fine for you, but you have to be pretty disappointed if you drafted him. Then with the Colts side, there is nothing here at all to talk about. (laughs) T.Y. Hilton comes back. He's four for 25. Marlon Mack, 11 carries, 19 yards. Just um, New Orleans, it's it's tough to play at New Orleans on a, you know, Monday night. I'd say that. I, I would have zero confidence in playing Marlon Mack next week, though, with the, how he's played in the two games for being back from injury. I even that even playing Carolina, I just don't have confidence in it. I know there's some people that don't have a choice; you just got to play him. But I don't like it. So I don't know. I don't know if you'd feel a little more confident. I, I can't do it. I, I feel I don't know who I'd play over him, but man, two two game weeks in a row, he just doesn't look like he can do anything. No. Well, I mean. Going after going after Boone or Madison, that's yeah. whoever's healthy. Definitely, I would rather play one of yeah. those guys. But yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't looked good. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it, to be honest. 
But all right, that will do it for the recap. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do some of your start and sit questions. So if you have any of those, make sure you get those in. Go to Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. Get our questions in. We'll answer as many as we can help you with your championship games next week. Talk to you guys then.